Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about the four types of procedures you might get offered as surgical correction for a plantar plate sprain. All right, now before we get started, I wanted to tell you that if you haven't seen it yet, you've got to come check out the Plantar Plate Masterclass. You can get it for free at docontherun.com slash plantar plate masterclass. It's a deep dive where I spent about a half an hour going through the, all of the things in detail that you've really got to understand if you want to get a plantar plate spring better and you want to get back to running. But today what we're going to talk about is what might happen and what you might get offered when you're a runner and you're not getting better, and some doctor offers you surgery. So we're gonna cue up the theme song, and we'll get straight into today's episode. So the big question is this, how are runners like us, who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. All right, now today we're talking about the four classes of procedures that affect four different anatomic structures in your foot when you have a plantar plate injury. Now, the reason this is important for you is that if you see 10 different doctors, you're gonna get several different opinions and it's unlikely that all 10 of them would actually tell you you just need one surgery or that you even need the same surgery. So I think it's really helpful if you're really frustrated, you're really demoralized, and you're in this very vulnerable place where it'd be easy for a doctor to talk you into surgery without you really understanding what's going on. So that's what we're gonna talk about today, is give you a basic understanding of the four different kinds of surgeries that are offered to patients with these injuries so that you can make a better decision when you talk to your doctor. We've got four different kinds of procedures we're gonna talk about. Now I'm gonna draw some pictures and make a couple of notes. Number one is that I have horrible handwriting. I'm a doctor, I'm supposed to have bad handwriting, but it's apparently especially bad. Um, I'm also not an artist, so my drawing is equally bad, but I think it will be helpful to illustrate some of these things for you. So if you're listening to this, I'm gonna try to explain it as well as I can, but you might wanna watch the, the YouTube version of it so that you can actually see the video version of it as well. That might be helpful, but this is what we're gonna talk about. So when we look at your foot, your foot obviously has lots of stuff in it, but the first thing is that you know, you have the structure of your foot, and if we look at it in cross-section sort of through the second toe, well, you've got the structural part of your foot, which is the skeleton, right? And so basically you've got the second metatarsal bone sitting here, more or less like that. And then you have three little bones in the toe. You have the proximal phalanx bone, the intermediate phalanx bone in the middle, and then the distal phalanx bone at the end of the toe. So you have three bones in the toe and the metatarsal bone that are actually affecting this region that we call the plantar plate uh, where you have trouble. So you've got the joint capsule actually connects these bones and it holds all of the synovial fluid inside the joint that lubricates the joint, nourishes the cartilage and so on. And on the bottom of the joint capsule, you've actually got this thickening that we refer to as the plantar plate. And so when you get pain on the bottom of the foot, well, it's in that area where you have the plantar plate ligament, not surprisingly. So that's the first thing. You see, you can have an injury to the, uh, the plantar plate ligament itself. So the, the four classes or structures of, uh, that can be affected here. So you've got number one, you have the ligament, right? And in terms of the ligament, 
the ligament is just something that holds two bones together. So uh, any ligament, whether it's an ankle ligament that you might have sprained or your plantar plate ligament, a ligament, it comes from the term ligate, meaning hold together, and a ligament just connects two things and holds bones together to add stability to reinforce the position of those bones. The second thing you can have is a tendon. So a tendon, unlike a ligament that just connects a bone to a bone, a tendon actually connects a muscle to a bone. For example, in your foot, you've got a muscle on the back of your leg, way up here. Doesn't really matter, I'm not gonna draw all the other stuff, but it's the flexor digitorum longus muscle, and it comes down through the tarsal tunnel, down around the bottom of your foot, and then comes underneath here and actually attaches to this bone, the distal phallus at the end of your, at the end of your toe. The reason that's important is that if it pulls too much, it can actually pull your toe into a hammer toe because it's pulling from the end. So when you pull your finger like this, just like the toe, the flexor actually pulls it toward you and can cock the toe up and that increased position of the toe being bent like that will actually increase force to the plantar plate ligament. So that's the second thing is that you can have a tendon where you have a surgery offered to you to correct or adjust that tendon in some way. And number three, you can have surgery on the bone. And a lot of times this confuses people because they say, well, I've just got this little ligament thing. Why does the doctor want to operate on the bone? And we'll talk about that. So there are a couple of different ways it can be done, but in general, what we're talking about is the metatarsal bone here. We'll talk about why that can be a problem. And then the fourth thing is the joint. So the only other real structure you have in this area is a joint. Now, most people think that they're gonna have surgery on this joint. And technically, if you have a plantar plate repair, yes, that's surgery on the joint, but usually it's actually in the toe where the joint surgery happens. We'll talk about that too. All right, so first things first, let's talk about the ligament. So if you have a ligament and you have a little tear in the ligament, and it's moving apart, well, you wanna do something to reinforce that. So sometimes what we do is we do what we call a primary repair of the plantar plate, which means we go in and we sew it up. So we literally make a big incision on the bottom of the foot and we go in and fix that. What that looks like is that when we look at the foot from the bottom, where this is the second toe, third toe, fourth toe, fifth toe, etc., and your second metatarsal is sitting down here, and you have the three bones and you have the joint capsule, we actually make a big incision right on the bottom of the foot, like that, a linear incision. So we make that incision, we go down, and we actually put suture in here, stitches, and we sew up and reinforce the plantar plate ligament, and sometimes even put a little tiny bone anchor in the base of that bone to provide more stability and actually tighten it down. That's number one. So this is primary repair of the plantar plate ligament. That's the most common thing and that's the thing you hear the most. But a lot of times doctors will say, well, we're gonna do a primary repair of the plantar plate, uh, but your tendon here is actually pulling down on the toe, so we wanna fix that. So we're gonna actually do something like cut the tendon, lengthen the tendon, transfer the tendon, we're gonna do something else with the flexor tendon, and we're gonna actually try to reduce the force on the plantar plate ligament by changing the forces in the toe. The next thing is the bone. So a lot of times what doctors will say is like, we'll say, well, if you look at this, you know, if we think about your foot, here's your foot, you've got the metatarsal bone, this one coming down toward the ground, and it's too long. And because it's too long, there's too much pressure on the ground. So if we can actually move it up away from the ground, that would be better. So if we do a procedure where we actually cut the bone and we move the bone up, 
so that we reposition the end of the bone so that it's up here instead of down there and we remove it away from the ground, then there'll be less force on the bone. So we might do something called an osteotomy, which is a fancy word for cut the bone and put a screw in it to change its length or position. So you could have an osteotomy to shorten the metatarsal bone. And then the last procedure is on the joint. And generally speaking, it's on the joint here. So if you have a hammer toe developing, and a lot of times if you do a lot of research on the plantar plate sprain, you'll find it described as pre-dislocation syndrome. And what that means is the pre-dislocation syndrome is mean it's going, the toe is going to dislocate and turn into a hammer toe. It's going to be bent. And when it gets bent, if you straighten that joint and you make it stay straight by doing surgery here, on the joint, the interphalangeal joint, or what we call for short, the IPJ. Uh, if a doctor may fuse it, they may just remove the joint entirely, there are a couple of different options, but they might say you need to have surgery on the joint in the toe in order to help prevent this from coming back. So these are the four categories of procedures. And I will tell you that if you're gonna see a doctor, if you have a plantar plate sprain, and they're offering any combination of these procedures to you, you need to find out exactly what is offered, because I've actually seen patients who not only had the surgery, they're not even sure which surgery they had. They say, I don't know, I think they did something with a hammer toe. I think they did something with the plantar plate. I don't really know. And obviously, if you're going to get a second opinion, if you're going to get somebody to talk to you about like what your activities are, what you want to do, and whether or not all of these procedures are actually necessary for you, you have to know what is offered to you specifically. Is it a fusion or an arthroplasty? Like, you know, it doesn't matter what that is. We'll talk about that in a separate episode, but you've got to know what each of these procedures are specifically that they have offered to you. And if you're confused, you can always request the note from your last visit and it will say, because the doctor will put in there in medical terminology, you know, something like primary repair of the plantar plate or a wild osteotomy or a PIPJ fusion or whatever. And any doctor doing your second opinion would then know what those things mean and they could explain it to you. So make sure you understand what the procedures are. Make sure you understand why you're having each kind of surgery and that will help you make sure that you get the best result and go into it with making the best, most informed decision. And that is certainly important if you're a runner and you want to get back to running. So if you found this helpful, please uh, rate it, review it, like it, share it, take a screenshot, put it on your phone, send it to somebody you think has this problem, and I'll see you in the next episode. Now listen, before you go, I just want to remind you that I created something for you that you really have to attend if you have a plantar plate injury and you're figuring out whether or not you can run. It's called the Plantar Plate Masterclass for Runners. Now this is a 30-minute session where I go through and I really explain in detail what really causes plantar plate injuries, what kinds of stress contribute to plantar plate injuries in runners specifically, and what you can do to make sure that you don't lose all your running fitness if you do have a plantar plate injury and you're trying to get back to running as quickly as possible. You know, plantar plate sprains are not something you want to ignore. They do not just get better if you ignore them. So come check it out. Come in, I'll show you uh, the difference between each of these different conditions that can be Everything from irritation of the joint capsule to a complete and total rupture of the plantar plate ligament. So don't forget the first step to figuring out how to run when you have a plantar plate injury is making sure you know how bad the problem might be. The plantar plate masterclass for runners is gonna teach you all of those things. You can just go to docontherun.com slash plantar plate masterclass all one word. So go register. It's free. Join me and I'll see you in the training.